Good morning. Dave and Doreen along with Marcus. The morning KLA. It's time for your entertainment news, your Hollywood update. On this Monday, December 4th, Nick Cannon told People Magazine he spends $200,000 a year taking all of his kids to Disneyland. Nick Cannon, of course, has fathered 12 children. Nick used to work for Disney, so he had a discount back in the day, but he doesn't anymore. He said he's at Disney approximately once a month. Every birthday and every Christmas, I'm literally at Disneyland once a month. It's expensive already off the top if you're just trying to stay at the hotel. It's not how it used to be. You got to make reservations. Yeah. What, what do you mean? You have to make reservations. I guess before we, we he was Nick Cannon, he just showed up um, and said, hey, here I am. Well, does he take all of the kids every time he goes or does he split it up? And I have- think he splits it up. Yes. Yeah. NBC said Michelle Pfeiffer recently got a black eye while playing pickleball. You may have seen the pictures floating around the Internet. She Instagrammed three selfies showing the shiner and warned others, quote, stay out of the kitchen. Yeah. And for those who don't play pickleball, she's not talking about your kitchen. No, she's actually talking about the front part of the court. Of the court. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But those paddles are hard, harder than... And you, kn- and you yeah. know, right? Because mm-hmm, I smashed one on my knee and got a giant bruise. And you did it on purpose. Well, I did because I was mad. But you know, like if you have a ping pong paddle and you smash your knee, it's, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have bruised. Right. This one's a little bit harder. Saturday Night Live, Colin Jost... He talked about Disney. Disney announced that they'll be making two more sequels to Frozen. But by the time they come out, the only thing frozen will be Elsa's eggs. Oh, oh man. Oh, <laughs> uh, we got more. Doritos has created new software called Doritos Silent, which removes the sound of eating from video calls. Not to be outdone, Taco Bell is working on new software that removes the sound of screaming from bathrooms. <laughs> And we have a couple from Michael Che. Lifetime will air their first Christmas movie featuring a sex scene. The sex scene will finally explain why Santa named that one reindeer Vixen. Oh. Elon Musk met with Benjamin Netanyahu this week and agreed that Israel must destroy Hamas. And I think Musk could destroy Hamas almost instantly by becoming their CEO. True that. One more from Colin. Here we go. A Disneyland guest was arrested for stripping off his clothes and walking around nude on It's a Small World, which is the all-time worst answer to the question, so what are you in for? (laughs) All right, we go to the Graham Norton Show. Tom Hanks said he used to lay down in his pool when he was young and stick his hose in his mouth in order to feel like he was on the moon. We had what we called a doughboy pool. You know, it's an above-ground pool. It was about three feet deep. Remember doughboys? Bag of water. Essentially, you you put this big circle in your backyard and fill it up with water from the garden hose for about three days. That's how long it took. (laughs) And I would go out there, and I would have a cheap mask that I would buy from the Ben Franklin uh, uh, variety store. I would put a brick in the back of my swimsuit that would hold me down on the bottom of this three feet of water. So I'm down here like this with three feet of water. Just let my feet go like that, but I had to breathe. So the same garden hose, I'd disconnect it and run it over the top of the pool and stick it in my mouth. So you do it like He also said, this Tom Hanks, that he was a bellhop who got the honor of delivering Cher's suitcase to her room. He says she dismissed him after he brought the bag. I was a bellman at the Oakland Hilton Hotel. And we, no. We got news. You were, you were with one of your rock and roll husbands, and we had your bag. And the word came down that, hey, run this up to Cher's room. So I did. 
I knocked on the door and opened it and I put it down and you came out and you said, yeah, that's it. Thanks, kid. And then uh, that was it. So I have worked for Cher. Wow. <laughs> Obviously, Cher was on the show with him, the Graham Norton show. Last week tonight, John Oliver plays a super clip of local and national news people comparing AI technology to the Terminator movies. Natalie, I don't know if you remember the Terminator movies. That's what I think of when I think of artificial intelligence. As someone whose favorite movie is T2 Judgment Day, I am concerned about these machines becoming self-aware and taking over. There was a movie about this. Which one? Terminator. It makes you have a vision of Skynet and Terminator, right? All of us have seen the movie Terminator. We know how this ends. None of them watch Terminator. We know how this, <laughs> yeah. know how this ends. Come on. Is AI really steps away from being a Terminator of humanity's future? Plus, Kira Sedgwick is live to talk about celebrating 35 years of marriage with Kevin Bacon. I think they all get the same talking points. Yes. Yeah. All right, so uh, on the heels of Taylor Swift being at Lambeau, this story comes out. As a general rule, artists don't make squat off of Spotify royalties. We heard that last week with Weird Al. Mm -hmm. But like most rules, both natural and man-made, this one does not apply to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift has streamed, or was streamed, 26.1 billion times so far in 2023. Mm. She's on pace to pocket $100 million this year in Spotify royalties. She's also racked up 38.3 billion streams on platforms outside of Spotify. So if you're keeping track at home, 60 billion streams in less than a year. Wow. And just in case you're not finished hearing about what an awesome year Taylor Swift's having, she just became the first artist in history to have five albums in the top 10 of the Billboard 200 at the same time. 1989 Taylor's version back at number one, Followed by Midnight's at number three, Folklore at five, Lover at six, and Speak Now, Taylor's version at number 10. So, Marcus, again, explain Taylor's version. So, in the beginning, Taylor Swift recorded a number of albums that were owned, the right, the copyrights were owned by the producer and the studio. So, in order to get the rights back to her own music, she re-recorded everything. And so, when you see Taylor's version, it's the re-recording of an original that is now owned by Taylor Swift, as opposed to her one-time producer and the record companies back then. Okay, so she'll get all the money then off of the Taylor's version instead of sharing it with... Correct. And you know the Swifties know all this, so they are... so they're all in on the Taylor's version. So even though they've already downloaded the un-Taylor versions... Now they get the Taylor version. Swifties have it all. Got it. Okay. And here is your Hollywood fun fact for the day. His name was Thurl, T-H-U-R-L, Ravenscroft. Thurl Ravenscroft. You're shaking your head. You know who he is? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. Voice of Tony the Tiger. But he's not just Tony the Tiger. He's also... You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. He's that guy, too. Your brain is full of spiders. You've got garlic in your soul, Mr. Grinch. I wouldn't touch you with a 39 and a half foot pole. And that is your Hollywood update for a Monday, December 4th. Mr. Grinch. 